Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Bold Journeys podcast. I am your humble hostess, T, the Queen Bee, also known as the Mindset Midwife. Look, there's no place I'd rather be than right here, right now with you. Shout out to Jesus, my homeboy. Where would we be without him? You know, I got to show love to the man above that's forever and always. So here we are. Season four, episode nine. Yes, yes, yes. It is a fabulous Friday. It's not quite the first Friday. We had lots and lots going on. And one thing I have to let y'all know, even though I love y'all, like I said, there's no place I'd rather be. We did have a ministry interruption last week, so we had to take care of that. But here we are. Nonetheless, Friday feeling, Freedom Friday, all of the things Fresh for success, blessed by the best, is still the top of the month. So I got to still be on top of my game, bringing you nothing but the best in motivation, inspiration, and empowerment information for your life, love, and relationships. Hello, October. You just blew right in here, didn't you? I mean, you kind of caught us off guard just a little bit. My goodness. So let's get into it. Love and marriage, love and marriage. Go together like a horse and carriage. This I tell you, brother, you can't have one without the other. That sounds familiar, right? Did y'all know that that was a Frank Sinatra song? Like, I literally had no idea. I went to Peg Bundy, Al Bundy, and the kids had no idea. Always find interesting things when you do your research, right? But the fact of the matter is what Frank was singing about is not entirely true. You can have love without having marriage, right? But you can't have a fulfilling, lasting marriage without love. That simply cannot be done. Unheard of. And even further than that, you can't have a fulfilling, lasting marriage without the kind of love your spouse desires. Hello? Listen, let me tell you a little of what I read and a lot of what I know. So if you're a friend of the pod or you follow me on socials, you've heard a lot about me and Mr. Bolding. If you've read The Patient is Wearing Lipstick, my tell-all memoir that I released this year, it's still available on T-Bold Media Bookstore, just saying. Uh, The Patient is Wearing Lipstick.com as well. You know a lot, a whole, whole lot if you've read that book, right? The fact is marriage is hard work that you have to recommit to doing it every day. No days off. And love is just the beginning, okay? Lauren said, baby girl, respect is just a minimum. And she was right. Chris and I 
have been through it. Okay, from me trying to be cute out here in these streets to his friends being wild and disrespectful to family members taking sides to folks moving out to papers almost being filed to a whole near death experience, honey. Okay, and again, I highly recommend that you read The Patient is Wearing Lipstick. But anywho, the only thing that made it work, y'all, the absolute only thing that make the boldings work is our commitment to God and each other. Okay, we took those vows seriously and we have to remind ourselves of them. Okay, sometimes you have to tap in to something bigger than yourself to do this hard work. Okay, and I promise you, it ain't for the faint of heart. And that's real. It ain't all peaches and roses and mind-blowing sex either. Yes, I said it. It's not. It is not. And you may say, well, how after seven years, 14 years, 20 plus years, can someone just walk away? And I say easy. Easy as they walked into it. Because once a person has had enough and they have given all they can, or at least feel like they have come to their end, that's it. That's it. I'm telling you as someone who loves the Lord and has always loved my husband through the thick and thin of it, through the darkest, lowest part of it, always love the Lord, always love Chris. Okay. I know how it feels. To feel like you've come to the end of yourself. I know personally and intimately how that feels. Okay. But if you want to know the glue that holds AJ and CJ together. The boldings. Okay. Me and Chris. If you really want to know that. The couple that some of us call couple goals. The only thing that is holding us together. The real glue. The real adhesive. The real stick with itness is the Holy Ghost. I'm not trying to be all extra. Y'all know I'm a preacher that just is what it is. Okay. But there is nothing in neither of our nature nor our background that can make this work. It is divine straight up. We simply have taken divorce off the table and decided to start and end with love at all times. All right. His parents have been married 46, 47 years. In fact, they just celebrated their wedding anniversary. Okay. My mom was married to my dad less than three years. Okay. And we have a ton of other differences in our background. And when I say a ton, I'm talking about a ton. We simply lean into the divine. Okay. We dig deep and lean on God. There's only one keeper. There's only one sustainer. All right. And you can tag that as your ministry moment of the episode. And if you want more of a spiritual boost for your everyday life, check out the Healed Girl YouTube channel. The bit.ly link is all lowercase b-i-t dot l-y slash healed girl tube just as simply as that and i'll drop the link in the show notes so by now you may have figured out where i'm going with this 
I want to talk about Tia Mowry and Corey Hardrick and folks' reaction to their pending divorce. Tia and Corey met on the set of Sister Sister and started dating in 2000. Corey said one day after shooting his first film, he was actually sitting at the bus stop and Tia and Tamara were riding by. He was so embarrassed, but they offered him a ride and they've all been friends ever since. Tia and Corey got married in 2008 and apparently had a prenup in place. So Tia is very personal on her socials, sharing her real life moments and struggles with her fans. And uh, she posted the other day that after 14 years, she and Corey have decided to go their separate ways. And I have to say that I appreciate her being transparent. I appreciate her um, even, you know, saying that much. And I believe that she has a minister's heart. I believe she knows what it can mean for someone to look at your life and find some wisdom, some hope, some peace in your story. And I appreciate that about her. And no, she's not perfect. None of us are. But I believe her to be a person of character and integrity. That's all I've seen of her, right? And I know she's torn up about this. So I just pray that someone in her life is shielding her from some of these crazy posts and blogs and so-called news coverage of her life and relationship. So in pulling together my thoughts for the show, I've read some very interesting things on the interwebs, and I want to share some of the exchanges that I came across regarding T and Corey specifically, as well as love, marriage, and relationships in general. Before I do, though, let me remind you to visit artishabolding.com for more information on my transformational coaching programs as well as all of my books. These will be game changers for your life and relationship, I promise. So one conversation I stumbled upon went like this. Um, The gentleman that made the original post says, Oops, Tia was married to this man for 14 years and blindsided him with a divorce all under the guise of, I'm not happy. Well, sweetheart, marriages and relationships not always going to be cotton candy and rainbows. If a man blindsided a woman with a divorce after two kids and 21 years of being with them, y'all women would eat him alive. Then he made a Jeffrey Dahmer reference, which, you know, I had to look past. And he concluded by saying it's such a double standard. And so there were various responses to that including um, a woman who says, I think he knows, but it's just not necessary for us to know. Someone else says, if she isn't happy, there's no reason why she should spend the rest of her life unhappy. I just hope she talked to someone first. I can agree with at least a part of that. (laughs) And another young lady really made me chuckle. She says, another single ashy, quote unquote, think piece about a married black woman retrograde must have increased audacity this time 
<laughs> I had to respond to that when I gave her a trophy. I said, you win the comment section, honey. You win on this one. And another young lady says, if she's not happy, then she's not happy. And that is her reason. If she says that she just don't want to be married anymore, then that is still her reason. I'm sorry to see them split because I love love, especially when it's black love. But I'm happy that she's ending it on her own terms and not dragging it out for 14 more years. Also very interesting. Another guy says her being happy is the standard for most women when discussing other women. But when will it be the standard for women when they're discussing a man's happiness? I think that's part of the double standard right there. But y'all will continue to tell on yourselves subconsciously, then attempt to move the goalposts again when questioned. Wow. That's interesting. And I definitely have some personal feedback on that, which I'm going to get to in a second. Someone else said, these two kept it civil and people insist on either demonizing him or saying things like this about her. Please. I totally agree with that. Another guy said, this is why I'm only married to the game. <laughs> really, dude? Someone else says she's ending the marriage because she's not happy. And he knows exactly why she's not happy because I'm sure she told him he wasn't blindsided. He just wasn't listening to her when she was telling him why she's unhappy. Yet another, the thing with most men is, now this one was good. Listen, not that I, I'm just saying what I'm saying. Listen to this. The thing with most men is when they are unhappy, they stepped out of the marriage or the relationship. And then they tell the woman why they are unhappy when they get caught and expect the woman to be understanding and forgive them again. And some of the same men do it all over again. Wow. That one was, that one was, a, ugh. So I got one more, then I'm going to share exactly what I said. Because this just got so, so interesting to me. Someone else said, I have to ask myself and ask everybody else. Would you rather your spouse just say, I want a divorce? Or would you rather them cheat on you? Which would be more acceptable way of saying, I want out. And listen, y'all, it gets real serious and gets real deep when you're talking about matters of the heart. And when you're talking about like girlfriend, boyfriend, that's one thing. Dating, corresponding as the old folks call it, that's one thing. But when you get engaged, when you move in, that takes it to the next level. And when you actually swear before your family and God or judge in some cases that you want to love, honor, and obey till death do you part. Y'all, that's a whole nother ball game. And I take it very seriously. That's not to be played with. And me personally, I'm going to get into my comment that I literally left public comment. But to that last two comments, I want to say this. If my husband, who I love very much, is really that unhappy and he just can't see a way to fix it. 
he has not been able to give anymore. He's moved past the place where he can lean on the divine. He doesn't have anything else to pull from. He feels like all of his reserves are gone and done. I will want him to have a conversation with me. Um, I feel like that will be the honor and respect that is due. And then if he feels like he can't fix it, then I would allow him, not that I can make him stay anyway, but um, what could I do but accept the fact that he wants to leave? But I absolutely do not accept the fact of him cheating, the fact of him stepping outside of the marriage because he's not happy. Like, we know what that looks like. We know what that leads to. So there's no more data collection that needs to happen on that. Like, that that doesn't work. And I'm not even saying that I'm beyond having a conversation beyond forgiving if I feel like it wasn't malicious it was really uh I don't know what I'm just going to just put it all the way out there I don't think I've even ever said this to him but um I just want to have a conversation and let us get the help that we need spiritually mentally emotionally professionally right that's where I am on that so no my preference is definitely not to be cheated on so in other words, you're going outside the house to find your peace, your happiness, some outlet, and then coming home and pretend like everything's okay. Absolutely not. That's not that's not cool at all. But the idea that men do, and I don't want to make any blanket statements, generalizations. This is not me bashing men. I'm just talking about a conversation that was had on social media. Hello. The idea that men when they are unhappy, when they feel like their needs are not being met, sometimes it seems like it's easier for them to just go find it somewhere else. Sometimes it's that newness. Sometimes it's that intrigue. Sometimes it's the deceit. Sometimes it is the thrill of, oh, I make it caught or the thrill of, oh, I know I don't have any business. And that makes it a little more desirable, a little more sexy. That makes it a little more thrilling and involved, right? And so they do that. And it's only when that goes really awry, whether they got caught, um, found out in some way or another, then the conversation can happen. Then it's just like, well, this is the reason I stepped out. This is what I needed. And I found it in this person. I found it in this um, activity or what have you. And so the idea that getting caught, then finally having the conversation then a man, we just talk about men here, we're not talking about facts, we're just talking about men in some instances, then doing it all over again. And I've personally seen this cycle play out, not just on social media with people that I know, people in my phone, people that I love. And that hurts. That hurts when you see your loved one. First of all, it's not just men. Okay. Some people are just selfish lovers. If you even want to call them lovers. Some people are very narcissistic in how they go about their dealings, relationships, and everything. And it's just like, what? What is even happening? How is it that you're sleeping at night? How can you just continue to repeat this cycle? How can you, when you know this is causing pain, when you know this is disrespect, how can you continue to do this, right? So question mark, question mark, question mark. It's, it's a lot, right? Right. 
But now let me tell you my public response. And this is my stance. I stand on it. You can email me. This is how I feel night and day about it. And this is what I said. I think as men and women, especially in the black community, we need to have a deep and honest conversation about what sacrificial love means. And if two people are willing to do that every day, that's what marriage is created for. And I think the issue is some of us are wired for it and raised to do it while others aren't. And some of the others aren't willing to change, but want the convenience of marriage. This is with both genders and highly problematic. Word up. When I say I stand on that, like I'm building a platform, like I'm taking out the wood, the hammer and the nails. I'm building it. I'm standing on that. And that is the truth. Like I said, we're not about bashing men. I can tell you about my personal experience. I can tell you about experience of people close to me and that I love. And this is just it. And so it's not just men that are serial cheaters. And in fact, there was some discussion around cheating, which Corey has denied. And I'm not even going to address that. But what does it take to make a happy home? You have to find out about that. You need to get with your spouse. You need to get with your significant other and just have a good conversation. Not in the heat of the moment, not after y'all done you know, turned over all of the furniture and all of that. Not after she don't went to go spend the night over her mom's house or whatever. Not after he didn't stay out all night because he just don't want to share the room. Not after that. When times are good, when y'all going to get ice cream, when y'all having a cute little date, when y'all dressed up, when y'all going to the friend's wedding on the car ride there, on the car ride back, let's just have a real conversation about what does it take to make you happy? What is it? Okay, is it nice little gifts? and surprises? Is it trips and vacations? Is it kind words? Okay. Is it physical touch? You want all of the PDA. You want all of the sex. You want all of the things. What is it? I think that we have to push past this fear and be brave as women and men. Be brave about saying what it is that you want. You can't wallow in this fear circling this drain of whether when you say it out loud your person or someone is willing to step up to the plate and give that because your fear that you may be alone your fear that you may not be liked, your fear that you may be heck even made fun of for saying what you want guess what the opposite side of that is you never being fully loved your love tank always running on E and that's not good because that only does what build up bitterness and resentment. Okay. So listen, 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 let me just share just another little bit of another conversation that was happening this very week. And this one says, well, surrounded, I'm going to read exactly what it says, but this one was surrounding the idea that men have to be almost obsessed to even match a woman's love. So let me check out this post with you. One young lady posts this um, this very week and she says, love hack, your man should love you more than you love him. She put more in all caps. 
Women are natural born lovers and nurturers. A man has to be borderline obsessed with you to match your level of love and loyalty for him. As women, we know this could all change. But when a man really feels as if he lucked up by getting you, his actions are usually different from a man that you had to chase down or beg to even notice or be with you. Ladies, our love is so deep that we real life snap when they do us dirty. So it's only right that we require a man who can out love us because a woman's love is already unmatched. Wow. Wow. And so in a group of my lovely school's alumni, shout out Howard University, the Mecca, um, one of my fellow bison reposted this, a guy, and he says, I've been preaching this for years. If a man doesn't feel lucky to have you and treat you as such, he's in the streets looking for someone else. I think that's very, very interesting. One of my other classmates says, I think women just want someone who really likes them for just being them. They enjoy her energy. Someone who finds her interesting. They want to be around her and care deeply about her. They call and cater to her needs. Loving her becomes a part of his daily life and he pays attention and does things to keep her happy. Otherwise, why even bother dating her or building with her? I think that's real. I think that's real. And she went on to say that she doesn't understand men that will approach a woman and then act aloof and wonder why women ghost them. Yeah, like that that elementary middle school game stuff that's still going on out here in the street. I just say, uh, I'm glad that when I tried to mess my marriage up, God said no, and Chris said no too. I'm glad we still holding, okay? Because the stuff that y'all are telling me from the streets, I cannot even be bothered. But let me tell you what another young lady says. She says, Look, we're talking about lived experience. I keep coming back to this post. The premise that men should love you more is harsh to hear, but true. I didn't even set to find out, find that. I didn't even set out to find that, but it showed up in my life. My husband will absolutely tell you that he loves me more. And I've often felt that way over the years just by his actions. He takes pride in providing me for providing for me first and these kids after but i just see in his continued effort that this is true men work harder for what they love and want to keep listen it's good good stuff and i'm not gonna hold y'all i'm about to get on with the get on but the most insightful 100 true thing that i have read all week, possibly all quarter, is you don't find the perfect relationship. You built build it. Let me say it again. You don't find the perfect relationship. You build it. Y'all, there is absolutely nothing more true. So I am seriously considering doing a part two to this. We'll see how the spirit moves. We'll see how I feel about it. But I want to hear from you. What are your thoughts? Tell me the sweetest relationships you've ever been in. Tell me a crazy trauma that maybe you learned something about yourself and 
Tell me what you understand to make you happy. I want to hear from you. Tell me what's going on in this chapter of your love and life. Okay, listen, speaking of chapter, I want to let you know we talked about it last month, but I have a brand new book available for pre-order now. I mentioned to you last month that a brand new anthology project that I'm working on. This book is available for pre-order right now, right now, right now. It's called Lioness Prayers and Affirmations for Women Leaders. I love it because it's full of good stuff. I'm talking about great stories, literal prayers that you can repeat to yourself, affirmations that you can say in the mirror to build yourself up. And I love it even more because it's for women leaders by women leaders, literally for us by us. So you want to make sure that you grab a copy of that. It is available in the T-Bold Media bookstore. You get there by going to tboldmedia.com slash shop. Again, that's tboldmedia.com slash shop. And as I'm looking at the door, ready to get on out of here, I got to shout out my T-Bold Media parent company and my sponsors. Shout out Journey with a Purpose. Shout out A Heart's Desire Creative Design. Shout out Mel Joe's Catering and Cuisine. Shout out Browning Trucking. Shout out Truck Truck Trucking. And shout out Sense of Satisfaction by Cricket. My sponsors are keeping it rolling, keeping big things popping. I sure appreciate each and every one of you. I appreciate you, the fans, the friends, and listeners. Listen, if you're a dope girl doing dope things, holla at me. Maybe we can share some of what you have going on with the pod fam in a sponsorship announcement or something similar. Listen, we're conquering great things with power, passion, and purpose. Conforming to rejection is how we miss purpose. Purpose is what we're created for. We don't want to miss it. Never forget. You are unique, one in a billion. And if you found yourself in a place where you're navigating a major life change, whether it's a change in your relationship status, a change in your career, or a unique way to share your story with the world, by all means, take a look at artishabolding.com. Click on the work with me tab and you will see a host of service offerings there where I will hold your hand and guide you as your coach. When you go through this next phase of your transformation, again, that's artishabolding.com, the work with me tab. And for more inspiration and motivation to make sure that you are getting what you need to get out of life, head over to the Heal Girl YouTube channel. Again, that's bit.ly slash tube. And as always, I appreciate you hanging out with me today. Bold journeys for the win, baby. The conversation doesn't have to stop here. We can always keep the party going. Connect with me on social media. Find me on Facebook at Artisha.Bolding and Instagram at Artisha.Bolding. And check out the websites that I've already shared with you, okay? So you can have more information about the queen and learn how to rock your queendom yourself. 
We're almost at the end of the year 2022. It has been amazing. And I want to keep amplifying what I believe is important. I'm lifting up what I think is powerful, beautiful, and impactful. And that's you. I'm rooting for you. Drop me a review on Apple Podcasts, letting me know how much you love the show. If you have comments, feedback, or even ideas of something you'd like to hear on the show, you can email me at tboldmedia at gmail.com. Again, tboldmedia at gmail.com. I'll be very, very happy to hear from you. And I'll be back soon, sooner than you think. Every first Friday right here on Bold Journeys with something new for you. I love you lots. Praying for you. All good things. Until next time. Holla.